What's it like to sail on a cruise ship in 2021? My real travel expert guest today has all those great details and more, plus some great advice for Alaska and multi-generational cruising. So stay tuned, and if you like our content, be sure to like and subscribe. It helps us to spread the word. My guest today is Beth Schulberg, owner-operator of Cruise and Travel Specialists based in Lake Oswego, Oregon. Beth and her team of travel advisors have been meeting the needs of their clients since 2002. An avid traveler with her husband, Pete, Beth has a wealth of knowledge to share, and as her tagline states, they know because they go. Hi, Beth. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Thank you for having me, Ken. Happy to be here. It's great to have you back with us. Thank you. Our avid fans and cruisers have a burning question, and that's what's it like to be on board a cruise ship now post-pandemic. I understand that you've just recently returned from a cruise to Alaska on board Ovation of the Seas by Royal Caribbean. So can you fill us in a little bit on what you found and what the experience was like? You know, I can, and there's a lot to talk about. Royal Caribbean is allowing unvaccinated children and Everybody else has to be vaccinated on the ship. The parents of the unvaccinated children are considered unvaccinated as well. So in the areas of the ship that you can go in and take your mask off, they are not allowed in there. So uh, okay. Royal Caribbean gave us a band that we wore around our wrist that showed that we were vaccinated. So there were a lot of places on the ship that we could go that the people, uh, the, the families of the unvaxxed children could could not go. Um, the ship had, it was about 40% full. You did have to wear a mask in the public areas. The windjammer is for everybody. So you do have to wear a mask at the windjammer. And the seats, they have you seating six feet apart. So every other table has a sign on it that says you can't sit here. <clears throat> you can't sit here. But with 40% only capacity, it wasn't a problem. I don't know how it's going to work when it gets more, there's more people on board. Well, that, at 40% capacity, there would be a lot of room for people. There was a lot of room. I, yeah. I took, you'll see in the, in the pictures that you've got that hardly anyone was on board. It was lovely. You didn't have to wait for anything. The, I will say this though, the crew was so excited to be on. I've never had better service. And the the, the the shows that they had, they had the best talent ever. They were shows, a lot of them from Las Vegas. And they were like, oh my gosh, this is the first time that we have been in front of an audience in 18 months. We're so happy to be here. And honestly, I doubt some of these shows would ever have gotten on a cruise ship prior to COVID. And now they are there for six months. They've signed six months contracts. Wonderful. Yeah, Wonderful. it was great. You, you talked about the onboard protocols, masking, that sort of thing. So masking, you pretty much had to ma mask up in all the public areas or if you were had your wristband on, uh, was there places where you could go on board where you didn't need a mask? Yeah, there was quite a few places. You could take your mask off in the main show lounge okay. and the unvaccinated, I'll just call it that, the unvaccinated families, had they were upstairs with mask on. Okay. We had solarium, which we could go in and take our mask off. We had dining rooms that we could take our mask off. So there were a lot of places that you could you could take your mask off in the uh, gym, the gym where you work out. So right. only the vaccinated people could go there. It it was really well done. Yeah. I don't think the cruise lines are going to let COVID take them down again. So they are doing everything they can to make it safe. Right. So overall, in the world that we're living in right now, we're all used to wearing masks and 
taking them off and putting them on, taking them off, putting them on. Um, as far as the experience went, the general experience went on board fairly positive then for you. Oh, you yeah. Well, I mean, anytime someone is making my meals three times a day for seven days and entertaining me and it was fabulous. It was definitely wonderful. And I actually think it's one of the safest places to be now because they, the protocol that they have in place makes it safe. What about um, pre-boarding? Is there... Good question. This is something that we learned. We did have to get the COVID testing. When we went, it was 72 hours before the PCR test. And now I think it's 48 hours before. But we took the test at Walgreens. Compliment. It was a free test. Took it at Walgreens at 4 p.m. And the following evening, about midnight, we got the test back. So I don't think getting the test back for many in 48 hours will be a problem. When we got to the ship and we were checking in, she said, well, this is great. This is when you had the test, when you got the test, when was your appointment? I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had to show that because they want to see when your appointment was. So luckily I had it on my telephone, my phone. You know, they, they send you an email, Walgreens, Walgreens sends an email. Mm -hmm. And so we had it on our phone when we had the appointment and to show that it was within 72 hours. Now, Speaking of appointments at boarding, I I understand that boarding is a little bit differently different now. You have you just can't show up when you want. You have is there a particular time you you have an assigned time that you have to be? Yeah. So there's no sense there, this business of you know I'm going to be there at five thirty in the morning to be the very first one on the ship. Right. Doesn't, that, yeah. That's gone by the wayside. Uh, well, for now it has. You know, yeah. anything can change as we know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of vaccinations, like the Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings family, that's Norwegian, Oceana, and Regent Seven Seas, no one unvaccinated is allowed on the ships. They are not allowing children. Right. Right now, it goes until the end of this year. We don't know if they're going to change that rule, but I have a family group who wants to go in August on a cruise. We don't know if their children are going to be able to go. So it's good that Royal Caribbean is allowing children. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, with the news, the news that was out there in the in the media there just the other day, hopefully within a few months, we're going to be able to vaccinate the five to 12 year olds. Right. Which yes. will make a big difference. It will. Uh, my, for... my grandchildren want to go on a cruise. So they're first in line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've actually got grandchildren as well that... Uh, they had a cruise on Norwegian book. Oh, oh, and that I think was for January, February. So they're on pins and needles whether that's actually going to happen. Anyway, here's hoping. Like you said, you went to Alaska. So it was a normal Alaska cruise. Where did you Where did you sail to? We went to Alaska. We did not have to go to a Canadian port. Right. So we went to Juneau. We went to Skagway, and we went to Sitka. Okay. Then we went up to the Dawes Glacier, and I've been to every glacier in Alaska, and I was, you know, not as excited about the Dawes Glacier as I have been about the other glaciers that the ships have gone to, but I guess it's just wherever the Park Service says that they can go in. But you go up through this Endicott Arm, it's called, and then at the end of the arm, there's, there is a glacier up there. And that's the, that's Dawes Glacier. That's Dawes Glacier, D-A-W-E-S. Okay. Okay. I think we were actually there about from 5 a.m. until 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. And so what was the reception like with folks in Alaska? Well, the few that we saw, because again, there's not very many people there. It was wonderful. Um, we went to Skagway and 
the town of Skagway was really built for the cruise ships to be able to go in and the people have a, a town to go to. And then they have that train that, that you take in Skagway. There was no one there. And we, we did buy something there because we wanted to contribute to the economy. They, the, the shopkeeper said it's better this year, but of course it's nothing like they hope it gets to next year. We're all, we're all waiting, yes. waiting for everything to return to normal. Yeah. Another thing that happened when we were in Sitka, we went on a short excursion. I've been there before. And in the past, a short excursion will drop you off downtown so that you can enjoy the downtown area. Take a look at the Russian influences of Sitka. But the guide said because of COVID, they will not let them do that. They had to take us back to the ship. And then we had to get on another bus and go back into town. So a lot of different things are happening. But hey, we were out of our house. We were eating wonderful meals. It was a great time. That's what that's what you like to hear. Yeah. How was the um, Alaska's known for its wildlife? Did you run into run into any interesting creatures? Well, we did, but all of ours were um, in reserves, so we didn't see anything. We we did see a lot of whales. Okay. A lot of whales when we went out when we were in Sitka. Right. I mean, I, I can't count how many whales we saw. And that was about all that we saw in the wild. The Ovation. Uh, she's a quantum class ship. Yes. Have you sailed on a quantum, cla quantum class ship? I have never Pardon? sailed on a quantum class ship. And I loved the size of it. When I took pictures on the outside, it looks huge. But the okay. way it's arranged on the inside, it just doesn't seem overwhelmingly big. Right. Um, the quantum class ship is between the Oasis class ship and the Freedom class ship. And the Oasis class ship is absolutely huge. It was a great ship. We loved it. And it was beautiful. It looked brand new. Well, she's not very old anyway. Yeah, I, I think maybe six or seven years. What about the North Star? Were you on? Did you get on the North Star? I did not. You know, it wasn't operating when we were on there. But okay. I did do the bumper cars. And it, <laughs> <laughs> that was really... Uh, an experience. I normally don't like bumper cars because right. I don't like getting hit. So yeah. there was just one guy and me on in in the bumper cars, and he was he, he kept attacking me. I was <laughs> I had to run from him. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Bumper cars and a cruise ship. Who knew? Yeah, bumper car. And then they use that area for dances, and you they have classes, and they set it up as a pickleball court. So they do a lot of different things with the space that they have there. Yes. How, was, how did you find the weather? You, you mentioned you had some rain. Yeah, you know, the weather was fine. Um, I mean, it was it's Alaska. You know, you're lucky if you get good weather. So right. we, we were we were fine with whatever we had. If people are going to take an Alaska cruise, Beth, mm -hmm. what do you recommend for packing? Like, what should one pack? Well, having been on about five Alaska cruises... And the weather being completely different every time, I would say make sure you have, you know, a raincoat, of course. Make sure you have waterproof shoes and make sure you've got some shorts and a bathing suit and light tops because it can be 80 degrees there. And when people ask me, when should we go to Alaska? I say it is the luck of the draw. If you're lucky, you're going to get beautiful weather. If you're not, you're going to have rain. It's just, it doesn't matter what month you go. Basically, when it comes to the weather, wait five minutes, it could change. Right. Well, like May can be a beautiful time. Most people would think that'd be really hot. I mean, yeah. cold, but it May can be a beautiful time to go. Yeah. Interesting. If I was to want to do a multi-generational cruise with mm -hmm. the grandkids and the kids, 
to Alaska, would uh, Royal Caribbean is is the cruise line of choice? You know, I, I like a lot of different cruise lines. I like Norwegian Cruise Line, the, the newer ships of Norwegian Cruise Lines. There's so much to do on those ships. They're beautiful. It's owned by the same company that owns Regent Seven Seas. So there's a lot of similarities between the luxury cruise line on the newer ships of Norwegian Cruise Line. However, because they are not allowing children, my suggestion to people if they want to go Norwegian, and again, they're going to have a great time on both, is to let's book the, you on, on both cruise lines with fully refundable deposits and we will wait to see what happens right before final payment. And then they're going to be going, they'll get something, they'll get to go on either one of them and they're not going to know the difference. It's just, I know the difference because I've been on 150 cruises. So when, so when you would, so when you're meeting with clients, mm -hmm. you kind of ask them, okay, what are your interests? What do you what do you like to do? What do you want to experience? Uh, yes. And match them to the cruise line. Oh, that absolutely. I mean, there's luxury clients out there that they don't want kids on board. They're you know, they want the small ship. There's people that like what the large ships have to offer. There there are very loyal people too to the different cruise lines. At the end of the day, it's all about the client. Oh gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. They're going to give them the best experience. You want to give make sure that they have the best experience. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It sounds, all things considered, that you and Pete had a wonderful time. We did. Have, that was the first time we've ever been on a cruise without a group. <laughs> so you got so, some quality time. Yeah, it was It was really fun. We did buy the ultimate dining package. Right. And we went to specialty restaurants every night. And we could go also at lunch because the cuisine in the specialty restaurants is like, just so top notch that it's worth it for just us that. to pay that additional amount and have the opportunity to yeah. eat like in a five-star restaurant every night. I noticed on some of the videos or reviewing you, you made mention of the Wonderland restaurant. Oh yeah. The Wonderland. Tell me about that. Well, it's sort of like a magical restaurant that they bring food out to you and it disappears or they have it, they have it's behind smoke. It's just a great experience. You know, to hear, to hear you talk, it, it 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 so much reminds me. You've been on a you've been on a, a a lot more cruises than we've been on. The cruise itself now for you is more about getting looked after, getting pampered, uh, yeah, fine food. The just yeah. the experience of actually getting away and having somebody look after you, making you feel special, and the places that places that you go to, like you said, you've been there five times. So yeah, but that that's I think for everybody. I mean, the number one reason why people cruise is to be pampered. Yeah. And, and as through COVID, I have cooked every, almost every night a meal for my husband and myself. And yeah. I'm like, I that that was my main thing is I just wanted somebody to cook for us every single night. <laughs> so I came back a lot with a better attitude. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how, how that just getting looked after can. I know. That's the best, that's the best part of That's the best vacation. It is. It's you great. Know, the staff, the staff and the crew of these ships have, a, have such a way of making you feel special. Well, and right now they really have a way because they are so happy to be working again. Fantastic. Yeah, it's time to get that cruise booked and go. Don't wait. Don't book it two years out. Book it a month out. You know, go on these cruises now. They need you. Good advice. Well, Beth, this has been wonderful. 
Well, thank I you, can't, Ken. I always love talking to you. I can't wait to get on the next cruise. Listen, <laughs> what would you what would what would you advise people uh, that are looking to book for twenty two and twenty three? I'm hearing that some of the itineraries or some of the inventory starting to get waitlisted. Well, it is because everybody has lift and shifted, so to speak, their cruises right. that were canceled. So there's a lot of inventory now. You won't have any problem. But some of the cruise lines, they're almost full because of all the people changing, taking their future cruise credits and moving right. them to another date. Right now you can get on board. But if you're looking right. at something in 22 or even 23, it can get a little, little dicey. Where are you and Pete off to next? I don't have any plans until March. And I've got about 20 four people on a Bordeaux river cruise on Ama waterways. Okay. And then a week later, I've got about 60 people on an Ama waterways cruise that is uh, going on the Rhine river. And we're going to Switzerland and it's a trip that we were supposed to do two years ago. I would say 80% of the people have hung in there with me and we're going to go again in 2022. And I do, I am getting some phone calls from people a little apprehensive, but when I tell them, I've got 30 people in Europe right now. They don't they don't see that, you know, but I've got 30 people that have flown there. They they're traveling. They're having a wonderful time. So people are traveling again. Yeah. Well, Beth, this has been wonderful. Thank you. Uh, you'll have to come back and regale us with all your adventures in Europe on those back-to-back -back oh, river cruises. I know I won't have a whole lot to talk about until then, but yes. <laughs> So until that time, here's a wish for you and Pete for safe and happy travels Thank and you. smooth cruising. And we hope to see you on a Lido deck real soon. I hope so. Take Thank care. You. Alrighty. Bye-bye. And that about wraps things up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Beth Schulberg of Cruise and Travel Specialists. I'll leave her contact information in the description for those folks that are looking to get hold of Beth or one of her expert travel advisors. If you'd like to get hold of us, you can send an email to questions at realtravelexperts.com, leave a comment, we always respond, or visit our website, realtravelexperts.com. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, a like, a subscribe, and the ring of the bell is always appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels. <laughs>